0: And if you do sign up, please let me know how you find it. If there's any other information you would like me to include or any other feedback, I would be very grateful if you could send me that. Thank you.
1: Welcome to the Autism Wellbeing Plan, the podcast where you learn how to use advanced functional lab testing, healthy diet and smart supplementation to improve your child's health, well-being and quality of life, and by extension, your own quality of life. Please remember that this podcast is for educational purposes only and always consult your healthcare practitioner before implementing anything discussed here. Now, here's your host and author of the book, Autism Wellbeing Plan, How to Get Your Child Healthy. Christian Jodannov
0: in this episode, I'm going to go over the organic acids test done on the same boy before and after some protocol was implemented by the parents. Now, if you get the chance to watch this video on youtube it will it will be a little bit better for you. You'll be able to see the actual markers I am referring to. Um, in video, but I will be explaining everything I am talking about as I go, so it's not completely necessary. Now, a couple of, little bit of background. So the first test was done on the boy when he was about four years old. Uh, The second was done about one and a half years later. He was already six at that time. So a year and a half in between, and the last several months, the Parents weren't really doing much of any herbal protocol, so they weren't really addressing uh, specifically any pathogens, uh, bacteria, yeast. Um, it was the protocol itself was quite lax in the last while, but nonetheless, as you will see, even doing a protocol for six months to a year can have lasting improvements in autistic children's health. In fact, any children's health, right? So um, a lot of what I'm talking about on this podcast, it really applies to any child, really. And um, in fact, um, my plan for the future is to slightly increase the breadth of the podcast to more general children's health as well, not just specifically autism, even though that is my specialty, Um, I just think, Will be able to help more people, and at the end of the day, that's that's what I am trying to do with my content creation and my books, etc. So the first slide here I'm showing you, uh, we are looking at the East and Fungo markers on the before test on the first test on the organic acids test, and basically we have number seven. The arabinose is at a fifty-five, so it's over the top of the range. Now one thing I forgot to mention is that on the first test, the creatinine level was very low compared to the second test, which means that the urine was uh, much more diluted, which means that all of these markers would be about 20% to the right on the first test. So this 55 it's it's going to be about 20% higher if the fluid intake was the same prior to taking the test. So small little detail there. But what that means is now I'm going to show you the second the retest we did a, a year and a half or so later, and that arabinose is now at fifty-one. So all the other markers are pretty much inconsequential, except maybe that number nine, tricarbolylic, which is it's basically um um the most common reason that can be elevated is due to mold that grows on corn, right? And certain other grains. So that's quite elevated on the first test at a 1.0. So let's say it could be even a little bit higher. And on the second test, that is below the middle of the range, right? But again, so this arabinose is a 51. So it's still slightly above the range by one point. But it is lower than the previous result, which would have been higher if, if the fluid intake was the same. So that is a small improvement. And keeping in mind that they weren't using the biocidin antibacterial herbal formula for quite a long time, right? So that means a couple of things. The candida did not get worse, even though the biocidin was stopped. and But it's still there, right? So they those pesky yeasts are very very difficult to get rid of, right? So you need a long term strategy uh, with, with these uh, herbal anti yeast, antibacterial, antiparasitic parasitic things. So they need to be cycled. They need to be, in my opinion, every person really needs to to do a, a an anti parasite, anti yeast, antibacterial protocol couple of times a year at least once a year but twice a year especially if you had candida in the past like i've had candida in the past for example and i do it twice a year uh for about four weeks i I take like oregano oil extra probiotics things like that right so point to take away here is if your child has high yeast on the organic acids test you really need to have a long-term strategy to tackle that yeast. right uh in this case, my recommendation to the mother was to get the. There's a couple of different uh, biocidins. They have the normal drops, and then they have a liposomal formula that can get in beyond the gut. So I recommended we try that. And then next up, we have the Clostridia bacteria. So as you can see here, marker 17, the 4 cresol is at uh, 125. Which is way above the range. So the top of the range is eighty-four. So that that for creosol, Clostridium difficile marker is was way way elevate, ele, elevated on the first test, and that is actually was actually our number one priority. If you if you see high Clostridium on or an organic acid test, that should be your highest priority to tackle. So again, the biocidin, antibacterial herbal formula. Was utilized just like for the the east, but it hadn't been used like I said in. I, I would say many months. Like, I'm not quite sure how many months, but I would say easily half a year. They didn't use any antibacterial herbs. Now, let's see the after result. And as you can see, if you're watching the video, the four creosol went from 125 down to 32 which is right in the middle of the range, right? So that, I would say, is a beautiful result, right? Keeping in mind, again, it was very high to begin with, and we know that uh, the so when when it's high, uh, when autistic children have Clostridia bacteria, it can lead to all sorts of things, from self-injurious behavior, aggression towards others, sleep problems, just a lot of different kind of issues, right? It can it can it can um cause. So I was very happy to see that even though they weren't using the antibacterial uh, herbs for a long time, that marker stayed low. And that's the thing about these Clostridia bacteria is a lot of them ha um have the ability they basically leave behind spores, which are, say, like eggs, right? So the antibiotics or herbal antibacterials, they can kill the bacteria, but the spores don't get killed, so they stay behind and they, let's say, hatch. And this is how they persist in the gut of many people, right? These um, Clostridia bacteria. So I was very happy that however long they were doing the herbal protocol for was long enough that any uh, spores left behind did not hatch or or hatched and were killed off, right? So that's, that's a really, really good result because, like I said, that's the biggest priority. If you ever see elevated clostridium bacteria markers on the organic acids test, that's your biggest priority to get rid of those little bastards, right? So very good result. Then next up, we have the oxalates. Now... I've covered oxalates before. I should re-record that video with this better mic that I have. But on the first organic acids test, this marker 21 oxalic is was 20, uh, 277. And the top of the range is 185. So way over the range, right? Way, way over the range. Very high. And that is in part due to the yeast, the candida. But that was also in part due to the high oxalate content of the child's diet, things like grains, certain fruits and vegetables, things like that. So the parents began removing the high oxalate-containing foods, and on this second test, the oxalic is 168, which is... Under the range, so top of the range, as I said, is 185. The oxalic is 168. Now, again, on the previous test, that marker would have been even more to the right because of the the hydration uh, thing I mentioned at the start of the podcast, right? So this is a good result, even though uh, I believe that the child is still mostly gluten-free and to a great extent dairy-free. but they I know they weren't as strict with the other vegetables and things like that, so it is a good result, so the candida has slightly been reduced. the oxalate content of the food never climbed back to what it was before, so the child is within range, which is again for for they they were kind of enjoying the summer uh so they you know they weren't really doing any super strict protocols which you know after after you've done a protocol for a year and the the child as in this case uh improves tremendously it's okay to take it easy a little bit you know the the parents need a break as well and and kids kids will be kids you know you can't you can't you know uh restrict all the oxalate containing foods and so on and so forth but in spite of you know being more lax uh the oxalic Marker is within range, so it's in control, so this is again made me very happy to see this then looking at the nutritional marker, so there wasn't much change in on the nutritional markers, and I won't really stay um on this topic for too long so the b six was quite low on the first one, and the n a c which is a precursor to the antioxidant glutathione that I talk about a lot, so that was a zero zero that was. Uh, Very, very low, of course, rock bottom. So on the second test, the vitamin C, sorry, the uh, vitamin B6 is still quite low. So that was, I basically reminded the parents that they just need to stay on top of the vitamin B6. It's a water-soluble vitamin that requires constant, um, maybe even twice a day if possible, um, replenishment. And then the NAC, though, on the other hand, was right bang in the middle there. So that is a very good sign that the antioxidant precursor is is not depleted in the child's body because as I've covered at length in my book and on this uh, podcast is if the toxic burden is too high or the Antioxidant substrates required to make things like glutathione, etc. If they are low in the diet, then you can have a lot of health problems that just simply won't go away until those are corrected. Right. So in this case, the child's ability to detoxify compounds is not compromised because this marker is um is right in the middle of the range, which is good. Right. And then finally, this one was an interesting one. So on the the phosphoric marker. Which is the last, the final last marker on the test. The phosphoric marker was uh, lower than the middle of. The, so basically, on the first test, it was kind of close to. It was trending low. Let's just say, it was quite low. It was two thousand. The so the, the, the range is one thousand to seventy three hundred. So it was two thousand one hundred. On the second test the phosphoric was right in the middle so 4200 so smack bang in the middle so what this can mean is because the the second test was taken after the summer and the family were travelling and enjoying the summer in 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 a actual sunny place um that the vitamin status of the boy had improved right so this is when the phosphoric acid marker is low it can indicate a low intake of of phosphate in the diet but it can also indicate deficient vitamin d so it may this is a little bit of intuition here is because the phosphoric marker improved so much i believe it 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 may be due to the you know increased vitamin d synthesis in the child's body because he was out playing in the sun much more than let's say when we took the first test right so that's kind of, uh, that's a little bit speculative. We don't have hard data. I don't really have the the vitamin D tests, uh, blood tests f- from, you know, before and after. But it is nice to see this marker improve. So I was really happy to see that the Clostridia bacteria did not come back. The antioxidant, subs- uh, the, the N-acetylcysteine marker was right in the middle of the range. Oxalates were were very high before, and they were just under the top of the range, so in control on on this test. So very good result overall, I think. On the second test, there were a little few. There were a few things to to work on still. You know, the the B vitamins could have been improved. The uh, candida certainly needs tackling, but it is really I guess what that tells us, right? Is if you let's say run this organic acids test once on your child, see five, six things to improve, maybe, which is very common. In many cases even you'd see even more things to improve, and you do a nice comprehensive protocol of maybe eight to twelve supplements, remove certain foods, remove um toxic sources of toxic exposure, etc. If you do that fairly strictly for 3 to 6 to even 12 months hopefully more but if you do that for a while you will create lasting changes in your child's body they will be metabolically more resilient their body will have addressed any impediments to health right so this again is just i wanted i, I wanted to share this with you because i just wanted to underscore the value of not just running an organic acid test but actually doing a protocol that addresses whatever needs to be addressed right on the test any imbalances it needs because as you can see here uh and a year and a half later and probably six months after the protocol I mean the there the there the, were the, the, the child was still on a few basic supplements, you know your probiotics, your fish oils, uh multivitamins uh, this kind of stuff. So they were still following a, a, a decent protocol, baseline protocol, gluten-free, mostly casein-free, diet, dairy-free, this kind of stuff, uh, trying to eat more organic foods and things like that. But the value of doing a protocol well will have, it's not just for the time that you, during which you do the protocol. The benefits won't just appear during that time. In fact, the benefits may appear a year or two later right it 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 would be difficult for you to perceive the benefits that they came from the protocol because you can't make a carbon copy of your child and do it like a scientific experiment where you know the control group you don't do anything you don't do any protocol any dietary changes any supplements and then you know the experimental group you do all the protocols so in the in that case in that impossible scenario you would know whether the protocol is doing but of course we don't have that luxury. So we really ha- you you really have to trust the, the 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 process, right? I guess that's that's what I'm trying to say here. And there's there's definitely like in, in this child, there's a lot of improvements like uh in terms of health and in terms of so sociability, in terms of uh coming up to, to, to uh give the mom a hug, this kind of stuff. There's so many improvements like that. The, the The social aspect of it right um that it's just really really wonderful to see that, so I hope that if you're still on the fence or the organic acid test is not on your radar yet or you're you you're not really convinced of the value of this test and and you know doing a protocol to address any imbalances it identifies. I hope that this has been useful in bringing you closer to that side of the fence if There were such a thing, right? So thank you for listening. I will try to put out a little bit more content now in the new year. I've been very busy with starting another podcast and a few other projects. But um, don't worry, I will continue to to bring more content. In fact, I'm going to be writing another book related to autism. Uh, I'm hoping that will be released sometime in 2021. And I am working on that supplementation course that I promised in my book that you will get for free. So that should be done in the next couple of weeks. I know it's a little bit late, but you know that life gets in the way. 2020 was a crazy year, what with Corona and whatnot. So, um, yeah, uh, I hope you had a good Christmas. I hope you have a great new year and yeah thank you for listening i'll see you on the next one
1: thank you for listening please help us to spread this vital information by rating the podcast on itunes and sharing it with others who may find the information useful for further content and resources go to christianyordanoff.com don't forget to pick up your copy of the book autism well-being Planned today available on amazon